All right, what up? What up? Hello, hello. Welcome. Episode 10 of the Project 6 podcast. We're back. We're uh, getting hyped for next gen because that's this week. That's actually pretty good how that worked out, right? 10th episode, next gen this week. Let's get after it, right? So, anyway, it's Saturday, just about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. No big deal. Recording this a little early because honestly, I don't have a whole lot going on right now, and I'm just sort of biding my time until Monday. We'll get to more details on the week, but yeah, it's you know, I tried playing the Borderlands 3, uh, the most recent Krieg DLC that came out, I think in September. I wanted to get that done before next gen. I started it this morning, didn't end up playing it at all yesterday, played it for like an hour, then I stopped. I don't know. I just sort of, I guess I'm getting sort of a mental breather here before this week hits because this is a big week. Um, so anyway, let's get into the news. Let's touch on some stuff. But it, this is really all just sort of preview for what's coming out this week, but we'll go through it anyway because there's a couple things in here. And then we'll talk about this week. This will probably be a shorter podcast. Um but anyway, starting the news, the ad situation over on Twitch, obviously this is a shit show. Uh, I don't think I, I touched on it last episode. It may not have, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if when it all kicked up, but basically TLDR, Twitch has started pumping out ads again, specifically targeted at people that have ad blocking software. So if you have an ad blocker, um... You're getting hit with an ad, and then they are pumping out ads. It's like every couple of minutes, every 10 minutes, whatever it is, people are getting hit with ads. And you can see it if you look at your ad blocker, uh, the counter for however many ads it's blocked. You're seeing a lot of it. So that's bringing mid-rolls back to people who have ad blockers and stuff. And it's just Twitch is trying to beat ad blockers into submission. I mean... It's just shitty. Like, that's not that's not going to work. Like, fi- find a... Twitch really needs to find a way to get creative with its ads. I totally understand needing to run ads and push ads because it's an expensive platform to run, right? There's a bunch of idiots like me who stream to nobody, and it costs them money to allow me to do that. So I totally get having to make money and run ads and all that. But I don't know. Can you give us those ads, skippable ads, or maybe ads, so like one of the things that happens now, if you notice, an ad will play, and then the actual video for the stream will shift into the top corner of the chat. Can you just put a button in the ad that I can just click that button, and it shifts the ad to the top corner, and I can still watch the stream while the ad plays in silence, or... Like YouTube used to have those little overlays that would pop up right at the bottom of the video player. And you could just mouse over and hit the little X to close the ad. Right? Like, do something more creative with the ads. Because this is... Twitch is a live viewing experience. So, when you cut in with an ad, you're damaging the live viewing experience. You're interrupting the content. This isn't YouTube where the ad starts and the content 
freezes until the ad is done and then you just resume where it picked up it left off right it's just those ads aren't going to work on a live stream and i don't know maybe instead of doing all this nonsense chasing the ad blockers twitch turbo is basically non-existent anymore i didn't even realize it still existed but it does uh it got it's now like nine bucks a month nobody even knows it exists i don't know Twitch Prime is super popular. Why don't you offer Twitch Turbo at a discounted rate with Twitch Prime so that it's $5 a month again? Or, I don't know, maybe if you if you get Twitch Turbo, you're given a free subscription, much like uh, Amazon Prime gives you a Prime sub, right? something like that. Why don't you incentivize people to use Twitch Turbo? You're going to get the money through Turbo and everyone's going to be happy. I just, the mid-rolls and the pre-rolls, nothing pisses me off more than if I'm trying to find a stream to watch and every stream I click on, I have to sit through a pre-roll ad just so I can sit in the stream for a couple of minutes and go, nah, I'm really not interested in watching, you know, this person or what this person's doing. Like, no, like, so that's going to kick me out of a stream. And then no, I, I hate getting mid rolls while I'm watching the stream. So I don't know. Twitch needs to do a better job with its, with its ads and that whole situation. And then obviously it's when you factor in the DMCA stuff and it's a mess. Twitch is a mess right now. And they really need to get their shit in order to figure that out. But that's enough of that. Um, all right, you know what? Before we get into all the PS5 stuff, I guess we'll touch on the most recent thing I have in here. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition. <laughs> it fin- so, the Mass Effect Trilogy Remaster finally got announced this morning. N7 Day. It was rumored yesterday it was coming. It's not a surprise that it got announced today. I'm excited. I love Mass Effect. I can't wait to play through it again. It sounds like they are putting in the work. And they are making real improvements to all the games to bring them all to the same level. Which to me, the biggest thing for me is that that means Mass Effect 1 is going to be brought up to the level of the other two. I don't need the game completely remade, which that's not what it is. But make the game not ugly, because Mass Effect 1 is outdated really bad graphically. And the gameplay sucks. So rework the gameplay... And specifically the combat, obviously. Um, and just get that on par with the other games. If if all three of the if this remaster comes out and all three games have the same com have a uniform combat system that's close to that's basically Mass Effect 3 or I guess Andromeda, I'm totally cool with that. That is perfectly fine by me. So put the work in, get that game right, and this trilogy is gonna be a grand slam. And it'll be the gr- a great first step to get the series back on track because also today it was slipped in there that a veteran team at BioWare is in the early stages of development on a new Mass Effect game. Thank fucking go- I was terrified. No one knew what the deal was with this game, right? Mass Effect has been on ice since Andromeda came out. I didn't hate Andromeda like everyone else, but it did have its issues. So, look, just... Clean it up, get back on track, get a real development team on it, stop rushing and screwing around with Mass Effect, and 
give me give me a good Mass Effect game again. I want it. I want it so bad. But anyway, so Mass Effect, that was big news. I was super excited for that. Um and that's supposed to come out next spring, which falls in line with all of the information that Jeff Grubb was putting out there. So I'm expecting that maybe like late March, early April. And first trailer probably at the Game Awards. So something to keep an eye out for. Anyway, let's get right to the PS5. Uh, Next gen, but specifically PS5 because that's what I'm going to be getting. But uh, one of the bits of news this week, IGN Italy confirmed that the PS5 will not support 1440p. Uh, Just something I think is worth mentioning. Obviously, the PS5 will support 4K, 1080p. It won't support 1440p. Doesn't apply to me. I don't have a 1440p monitor, so whatever. Um, And I'll be playing everything on performance mode anyway for the high frame rate. And I I guess we'll just roll that into uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I was watching Giant Bomb had a video... You know, talking about Miles Morales, it's like 40 minutes long, showing off gameplay. When they switched from fidelity mode to performance mode, it that frame rate blew me away. I I think the games on this console are going to be freaking sweet. Both consoles, right? They'll be in the same, same realm there. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how smooth some of these games are on console. Uh, it's about time. But with Miles Morales... So those reviews came out this week uh, looking at Open Critic. 94% of critics recommend it, and it's got a it currently has an 85 critic average based on 68 reviews. Uh, sounds like the game's pretty good. Sounds like the game is, you know, it's about like eight, ten hours long. And then I've I've read that when you doing when you're doing the side content and whatnot, it can push the game as high as like 18 hours, which is about what I expected. Right? If if this game 100% it falls in that 15 to 20 hour range, I think that's pretty good. Um, some of the gameplay looks terrific. I think Miles' Venom powers are going to be really freaking cool. Um, obviously, I mean, they look cool. So, <laughs> I don't know. Just going off the way it looks. I'm looking forward to that. Um yeah, so that's coming out, obviously, on Thursday. Game looks good. I saw Miles' suits in the game. A lot of them are really cool. There's a I didn't know that Miles Morales has a 2099 suit. That thing is fucking awesome. I can't wait to get... That's going to be my favorite suit in the game. I already know. It's badass. Um, next game, Astro's Playroom. So here's something that... I had no idea I was going to be looking forward to, but I am. Uh, Reviews for that came back. It's at 83% recommended, and the the average on Open Critic is an 84. And again, Astro's Playroom, it's just sort of this cutesy little platformer. It's going to come preloaded on all the PlayStation 5s. It's stuffed with PlayStation references. It's like two hours long. It's really just a glorified tech demo for the DualSense controller, but everything you read, it's it's worth checking out, you know, especially, 
you know, whether you're installing Spider-Man or Demon Souls or whatever on your PlayStation, Astro's Playroom's already on there. So you can play that while you're downloading another game, which is what I'll be doing, right? And and I think Astro's Playroom will be a nice way to sort of introduce the PS5, see what it has to offer, mess around with some things, have a have a decent little time, and that's what I'll be doing. Right? So it's free. It's like, whatever. But, you know, there was something that I, I wasn't expecting to play. I honestly completely disregarded its existence. <laughs> and uh, But seeing more, reading more, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun little game to play. So that'll be the first thing I play Thursday morning. I'll come home, hook my PS5 up, Astro's Playroom, we'll have a good time. That'll be my stream, and I'll upload that to YouTube. Uh, and then another little thing in here I missed. Uh, Square Enix lost a shit ton of money on Marvel's Avengers. Uh, following Marvel's Avengers, they reported a six six and a half billion yen drop. Uh, loss, whatever. And the context of that, I... So just reading a tweet here from David Gibson... I don't know who he writes for. Says he's a co-founder of Asterisk Advisory Japan KK. I don't know. Don't know who this is, but this is what he tweeted. Uh, Square Enix reported 6.5 billion yen loss for HD games driven by Marvel's Avengers. Would not say how many sold, but that volumes were 60% of the plan. Implies game cost over $100 million to make, but only sold $3 million or so. Uh, and then it says, looks like the total cost of the game is closer to $170 to $190 million, given they only expense 70% of the cost in the quarter plus marketing costs. Um, I'll be honest, the context of those tweets I is like going over my head right now. They lost a lot of money on Marvel's Avengers. That's it. That's... That's all you need to know. Uh, the game was a total flop. Total bust. Which is a joke. A game like The Avengers should not be that big of a loss. And it should serve as an indictment for games as a service moving forward. Because the game was okay. At least story-wise, one time through. Anything above that is... It, it go back to the drawing board. Enough of this. No more games as a service. None of this nonsense. Um, yeah, so there's that. And back to the PS5. Earlier this morning, Demon's Souls, PlayStation had a state of play for Demon Souls. Said that weird. Uh, I was like, was it like 12 minutes of gameplay? Uh, this is the most next-gen looking game so far. Period. End of story. This game looks effing gorgeous. And I think a big part of that is when you look at games... The game's being built up, right? Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. These are games that, yes, they're being, they're coming out with the next generation, but they're also being made for the previous generation. Both of those games are going to be on PS4 and X, and Xbox One, right? Spider-Man obviously just on the PS4, but those aren't games dedicated specifically to next gen, whereas Demon Souls is. And and it shows that game. The details in that game are unbelievable. It looks silky smooth. 
It looks really well designed. They really, it really looks like they put a lot of heart and soul into that remake, and it just, it looks so good. Um, unfortunately, because there's so many freaking games, I don't know when I'm gonna get to it. But we'll we'll take a look at that in a minute. We'll take a break. I'll come back. I'll talk about my approach going into next gen, what I'm doing, and then we'll wrap wrap things up call it an early week so i'll be back all right we're back so next gen it's this week we're all hyped we're all excited it's gonna be a good time and there's a there's a lot to take in here right so obviously first things first this week assassin's creed valhalla and the xbox series x that those release on tuesday i'm not getting an xbox um I do have a friend that's getting an Xbox. I think I think there's only one person I know getting the Xbox. But anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, if you're not aware, if you've got it on PC, it's going live at 8 a.m. Eastern on Monday in Australia. So if you're like me and you're going to get a VPN, you can go to Australian servers and you'll be able to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla starting at 8 a.m. through a VPN. And that's what I'll be doing all day Monday. I have the whole week off. Um, but otherwise, that's going live at midnight on Tuesday, Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific. So that's the start of the week. I'm super excited for Valhalla. Uh, a lot of people have been doing early gameplay stuff on Twitch and YouTube this weekend. Um, the game looks great. I'm very much looking forward to it. I've talked about it a lot. I'll talk about it next week and my time with it. Next week will be pretty much no news next week. It'll pretty much be all my time with the new stuff. But I'm very excited for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They've got me back on the Assassin's Creed bandwagon. I'm good. So start that on Monday. I'll play that through Wednesday. And then we're going to take a break because the PlayStation 5 comes out on Thursday. Again, Astro's Playroom. I'm going to jump into that, sort of feel out all the new stuff. I'm I'm super excited to really mess around with the DualSense controller. I want to I want to really see all of that because there's obviously been a lot of hype surrounding that controller and I'm looking forward to it. I want to I want to feel it for myself. I want to see it. Astro's Playroom, I think is really going to maximize on that. Um and then We'll see. You know, this could be a situation where Astro's Playroom goes really hard at maximizing that controller, and then there's just not another game that ever does it. But, you know, who knows? Maybe I get to Spider-Man Miles Morales after that, and it's like, okay, all first-party PlayStation games are going to maximize this controller. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, But that'll be the plan, right? So Astro's Playroom, then Spider-Man... I'll probably have Spider-Man done by the time we get to the next podcast, to be honest, because it's not going to be that long. Um, and then I'll get back to Assassin's Creed. Demon Souls, again, I'm looking forward to. I'm going to play the shit out of that. Um, the only question is I don't know when I'm going to get to it, right? So I think it's, is it December 3rd, Immortals Phoenix Rising comes out? But I can see myself at that point needing a break from the open world games and going to Demon Souls. 
but that's pending Cyberpunk 2077. If Cyberpunk 2077 gets delayed, then I'll probably go straight into Demon Souls after Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But if Cyberpunk's not going to get delayed, then I'm just going to wait and I'm going to play Cyberpunk. And then after Cyberpunk, probably Demon Souls. I don't know. It's after after Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, and Spider-Man. It it really all depends on what happens to Cyberpunk. I don't think Cyberpunk's going to release next month. My gut instinct, they're going to delay it to quarter one, 2021. That's my guess. But we'll see. I have no idea. Uh, and then Ratchet and Clank. They said this game is releasing in the launch window. But again, I don't know what the launch window is. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean six months? Does that mean two months? Does that mean one month? Is that game going to come out in January? I have no idea. I would not be surprised if the Game Awards come around at the beginning of December and they announce that Ratchet and Clank is releasing in January. Right? That that would not surprise me one bit. But I just I don't know. So and if that's the case, so say Cyberpunk actually releases on the 10th. I think that's the day it's supposed to come out. And I play Cyberpunk, that's going to take me right to Ratchet and Clank. And I can tell you Demon's Souls is going on the back burner so I can play that. So, I don't know. I There's a chance that games could get really backed up here for me. And it's just a constant string of new games. I have no idea. But I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to covering it, you know, as, as a writer. And actually working on it. Uh, I think... I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be busy. It's going to be a lot of work for me, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good time. Um, and then the only other bit here with the next-gen consoles. So in-store purchases. If you weren't able to get a pre-order on a console, the way this is going to work, they've already, it's already been announced with the PlayStation. I don't know if they've said it definitively with the Xbox, but I know I think it was Walmart already said it. The way this is going to work is that on November... On November 10th at Walmart, with the Xbox starting at 12 o'clock, you're going to be able to, if you want to buy the console in store, you have to buy it on the Walmart website ahead of time and then go to the store and pick up your purchase. They are not allowing you, and they're doing the same thing at the PlayStation. I think on the 12th, it's like uh, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 9 o'clock or something like that, they're doing four waves where you can purchase, if the console is available, you can purchase it online and then go to the store and pick it up. If you go to the store and wait in line to get in right when they open, or you walk in hoping to buy one off the shelf, you're, you are not going to be able to buy one. So you you there's going to be at least a little bit of a stock in store on day 1 but you have to purchase it online and pick it up at the store you can't go and just buy it straight up at the store i think it's an important thing to get out there so people know cuz you don't you don't want to go and wait outside of best buy or whatever for 2 hours and then walk in and they're like no we're not doing that you have to buy it online later on like it's so important psa uh, I did finish Ghost of Tsushima New Game Plus this week. I get nothing else to say about that. That's my game of the year. It was really good. It was fun to play through it again. Whatever. Um, 
the last thing I want to touch on here. Now, it's a topic I don't like to get into. But obviously, it was the news of the week. Uh, so, the U.S. election was this week. Um, I'm not going to talk about any of the specifics. right? I just want to talk about one facet of the U.S. presidential election that I love. And that's on election night, as the votes are rolling in, the map breakdown of it. I love it. I saw it for the first time. Back in 2016, I was watching John King on CNN and he's breaking down all the counties and he's breaking down the maps and he's saying, you know, this is where these votes are coming in. These votes are coming in here. These are the counties that are important. This is why, you know, this county is important and that county is important. I love it. I eat all of that up because not only is it entertaining, but it's super interesting. And I, I loved it. So I was looking forward to that this time around. And I thought John King did a very good job. And I found it comical (laughs) that obviously it worked. Because I don't remember it being the case last time. But every single channel had their own uh, map guy. And they all sucked. (laughs) Every single one. If I ever saw any other map person, they sucked. It was just like, you cheap imitation. You aren't John King, you stink. John King did a great job this week. Uh, The only thing I was disappointed in personally with the map breakdown is, you know, obviously, so you use, so the simple breakdown, obviously you use the previous election, right? And you're comparing the previous election. And that's important because one of the two candidates was up for re-election. So obviously you want to reference that candidate's winning map from four years ago. Got it. No problem. What I didn't like is the other candidate was the vice president for the the previous president. So to me, I feel like the 2012 map was was relevant to that race. And there were times where I'm sitting there and, you know, John King's breaking down the counties doing his thing. And I was like, you know, I would I would love to see him don't just go back to 2016, go back to 2012. Like, is there is there an influence from the 2012 results on this map? Like, are is the are there votes that are more in line with the 2012 map? And it was just that I wanted that context because the candidate was part of a previous ticket. And I, I would have liked to have seen additional context to the map and how that all played out. But I... I love that. I'm not a super political person. I don't, I'm not super involved in politics. I loosely pay attention to what's going on. And then I watch on election night for a couple hours and then that's it. I'm done. Right. Once the votes stop rolling in and whatever, that's usually about it. Especially, especially this time around where so many votes were uh, being added up late and you know, you'd, I checked the next morning and the map would look the exact same as the night before and nothing's changed. And it's like, all right, I've had enough, right? It's Saturday. It was finally called today. And it's like for the last, what, four days, a waste of time. Like I, I don't care after like 1130, I think I went to bed at 1130 Tuesday night and nothing, just about nothing changed from that point on until today. It's just whatever. Like, but I enjoy following 
election coverage and the election night and that the votes rolling in because I think it's super entertaining, super interesting, and uh, John King does a great job with it. And that's all I really wanted to say about that. Um, and that's about it for the week. Um, so obviously coming up this week, Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Let's go. Next Gen's finally here. Now let's finally get to read through the comically long list of games coming out this week. Uh, a lot of these are next gen, but a bunch of them are also some other stuff. You know, old consoles and whatever. Uh, and a lot of these are just updated versions of games that are already out. But we're going to read it anyway because it's on Wikipedia's list and it's going to be fun. So we have... Ark Survival Evolved, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Borderlands 3, Dead by Daylight, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Enlisted, Evergate, The Falconeer, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Fuser, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Ghost Runner, Manifold Garden, Maneater, NBA 2K21, No Man's Sky, Observer System Redux, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, great game, Planet Coaster Console Edition, Rogue Company, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, Sea of Thieves, Tetris Effect, Connected, Warhammer, Chaos Bane, Watch Dogs Legion, 13, Yakuza Like a Dragon. And then we get to PlayStation 5. We'll skip this because Assassin's Creed Valhalla is already out. Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, Death Come True, Demon Souls Remake, Godfall. Uh, there's a lot of doubles in here. Overcooked, All You Can Eat, The Pathless, Planet Coaster Console Edition, Just Dance 2021. They still make Just Dance games. Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I didn't even know that was a launch title. Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, WRC 9, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yep, that's coming out this week. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, which I will probably play, but is going to be stupid. And Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Busy week. Uh, short podcast this week because I'm just sort of gassed and I need a little bit of a breather before we go all in this week. So keep an eye out. Sixture on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everything. Uh, I'm going to have articles coming out on Screen Rant probably all week. Uh, I'm going to be streaming a fuck ton this week. Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Tuesday and Wednesday. Astro's Playroom Thursday. Spider-Man Friday. And probably Saturday. And then I'll probably record the podcast Sunday or something. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a busy, chaotic week, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait. So thanks for listening. Always appreciate the company. Enjoy your week. It's gonna be a big week for gaming. We're all gonna have a good time. So I'll see you next week where we'll talk about how great these consoles and games are. Adios.